Hey, hey, hey! Exciting news! Do you ever look in the mirror or at a photograph of yourself or put on some clothes? Or rather, don't put on some clothes because the clothes you really want to wear are hanging in the cupboard or buried in some bag at the back of the cupboard and your heart sort of sinks and you think... I know, I know I need to do different things. I know I need to do something different to lose the weight, to get healthy, to do all the stuff I want to get to, to what Dr. Alina calls healthy, amazing you. And yet somehow I can't do it. You, my friend, have what is called a doing gap. It's not a knowledge gap. It's a doing gap because you're busy and you've got other stuff going on. So the Radiate and Renew program starting, drum roll please, next week, we're kicking off on Tuesday next week. It's super exciting. You will learn to do four small but mighty habits that you are going to enjoy and it's going to be easy. Now the idea of this, there's two ideas behind it. Number one, you do the habits, in a year's time you've still got the habits and they really have moved the needle. You know, you're really doing things slightly differently. But also, once you start doing things differently, you realise that you can carry on doing things differently. And so you might decide, hey, I'm going to do the reboot or I'm going to do something else and I'm really going to get to the bottom of this goal. I'm going to reach my goal. So if you are interested, if you'd like some help and support, Radiate and Renew starts on Tuesday. I will leave the link in the show notes. Welcome to Fit and Fabulous with me, Dr. Orlina Carrick. I teach busy mums who are trying to juggle everything to transform their lives, to lose weight and lead a healthy life so they can feel fit and fabulous. On the Fit and Fabulous podcast, we chat about nutrition, healthy living, emotional wellness in a way that you can apply to your life. I'll show you how to stop being frustrated and overwhelmed with healthy living and how to make it fun and easy. You're invited to sign up to my free New Me workshop. Change your mindset to healthy living in five days. Get to the bottom of those I can't do it thoughts and transform them into wow, it's so easy and fun. You can sign up at drorlina.com slash new me. That's doctor, D-R-O-R-L-E-N-A dot com slash new line in the middle, me. Hello and welcome to Fit and Fabulous with me, Dr. Aurelia Carrick. Today, I want to talk to you about how to get out of a negative rut. So I feel that this podcast is going to be a little bit more personal than my normal podcast and I'm going to share some of my deep, dark secrets with you. So why why do we want to talk about this idea of a negative rut? I'm sure you all know what I'm talking about. Those times when life just gets on top of you and we start spiraling down in this listening to negative self-talk. And if you don't pay attention, it's easy to spiral down and down. And the reason we want to know about this and be aware of this is because this is when we start self-sabotaging. It doesn't matter what you do to self-sabotage. It might be overeating. It might be not exercising. It might be not turning up in a way that you don't want to turn up. So, you know, you're not feeling fit and fabulous. It might be that your work and your productivity goes down. So that's what happens to me when I get into a negative spiral. And today we're going to talk about how to get out of a negative spiral. 
So let me tell you about my negative spirals. So I have to confess, a few years ago, I really, really struggled with negative spirals. And this is going back a few years ago when I was really struggling with this idea of, well, you've kind of lost your medical career. What do you do in your life? What do you do on your day? And I wanted more than looking after kids. And don't get me wrong, looking after kids is a hugely valuable job. I just wanted something else in my life. And I wanted to be doing something else. And I really struggled with not not having that thing. So it might have turned up with I was doing something on the internet. So perhaps I was trying to fix something on my website. At the time, I was running a sort of parenting website. And it might be that I sat down to do a little job and this little job just became more difficult than I thought it was going to do. And then I got to this frustrating overwhelm of I can't do it. And instead of just going and having a cup of coffee, that frustrating overwhelm would spiral out of control into you know, I'm worthless and nothing is working and my life is a disaster. And then I would go and basically um, disrupt my husband who was busy working because I felt so overwhelmed with these emotions that I basically wanted to share them with someone. Here, you can feel like this too. Um, But really, I guess it was a call for help. I'm feeling this despair and I don't know what to do. And I would rant and rave at him and say, I don't want to be in Spain. I want to go back to the UK where I can work as a doctor. This is too much of a high price to pay. And so, hey, guess what? It would totally destroy his morning's work too. What a great wife I am. So through all the work that I've done in the last few years, and that's a lot of emotional work and a lot of self-care work, the kind of things that I talk to you about in this podcast, I have got to the stage where I don't have those negative episodes so much, or they don't, I can control them more. So a while back, I had another episode and something triggered it. I'm not entirely sure what, but I found myself really going down this negative spiral again. And I'm not sure which starts first, whether it is the emotion or the thoughts. Now, lots of people say that it is the thoughts that that start and they contribute to emotions. And I think it's a bit of both. I think our thoughts lead to our emotions. But when we have those emotions that are negative, we also escalate those negative thoughts and we spiral down and down. And so how does that look like? Well, for me, it looks like thinking about, oh, you're worthless and, you know, everything you do is wrong. All the things that you do are wrong. You're not parenting right. You're not doing this right. Oh my goodness, everything is doom and gloom. And I have to confess, I sound quite a lot like my kids when they wake up in the morning. And I do find that my kids really um, not contribute. I don't want to say it like that, but, you know, I'll wake up and I'll say, oh, I want to be happy and look at the world. It's beautiful. It's wonderful. And then I smile at my kids and they go, "Ooh." And I have to make an effort to overcome that. And those kids are just being kids. That's their natural disposition. And it's my job to teach them about how to look after their emotions. So one of the things that I think is super important when you have these negative spirals is to become aware of them. The first step is to recognize that they are happening. And this is really just paying attention to your life. So some of the telltale 
telltale signs for me are when I start getting more upset about things that happen on a daily basis. So here in Spain, we have lots of zebra crossings. And if you cross a zebra crossing, chances are you're, there's going to be a driver who should let you go, but they don't let you go. And this happens on a daily basis here because, I don't know, the drivers just don't see the zebra crossings. They often wave at you as if to say, yeah, I know I should have let you go past, but I didn't. And this is a big problem. And on one level, I think, goodness gracious me, this happens outside the schools and they aren't looking. They're chatting to other people or they're driving too fast. So it is a danger for everybody. On another level, I think, well, I just kind of have to accept it because I can't change it. And I don't want that negative, angry energy in me boiling around. So on this particular day, I noticed that on two occasions I got crossed. Now, I don't normally react, but I did wave my hand angrily at these people as they didn't, as they drove past very, very quickly. And I know that that gesture just escalates, if that makes sense. It makes it worse. And perhaps it's a contribution of everything. So perhaps I didn't have the capacity to not be able to do that on this particular day because I was busy spiraling down this negative plug hole. So that was one of the first things I noticed. And another thing I noticed was me being shorter with the children. I dropped the children at school and I kind of wanted to run away. I wanted a little bit of my own space and a little bit of time so that I could build my strength back up. Another thing was I was clearly talking to my husband and probably ranting a little bit and he was just like, you're just having a bad day. (laughs) Whereas in my mind, it was all doom and gloom. Now, luckily on this day, I had my yoga class and my yoga meditation class is a class where we go and do yoga meditation. And one of the things I find very useful about meditation is that it is a tool that helps us stop those negative thoughts. So it's one thing to say, okay, I can hear these negative thoughts and I want to change them, but the negative thoughts continue. So how do you stop those negative thoughts? And, you know, we seem to have this stream of consciousness in our brain. They say we have 60,000 thoughts a day and clearly those thoughts are random. I say to my kids, I don't need to hear all of your 60,000 thoughts. And quite often, I don't want to hear all of my 60,000 thoughts, particularly when they're those negative, you can't do it thoughts. So meditation can be a really good tool to be able to teach yourself to turn off that negative spiral. And it's a tool that I use. Now, as I say, the one that I do is yoga and meditation. So we're also doing yoga, which means that, you know, you're giving your body something to do and thinking about different things. And I find that really useful. Now, there are lots and lots of different tools that you can have. And you need to find tools that are useful to you, that work for you. One of the important things I would say is don't try to push the emotion away. There is a difference between spiraling down that plug hole and pushing it away and pretending that that emotion doesn't exist. 
So I always say with emotions, there are three things that we can do with emotions. The first one is pretend it isn't there, push it away, distract ourselves. But that emotion doesn't disappear. It just is buried. The second thing we can do with an emotion is give into it. So that is, you know, your kids throwing their toys, having a tantrum. When you shout and scream, you're coming from a place of heightened emotion. And the third thing, which is really easy to say and really difficult to do, is to feel that emotion and say, ah, hello, emotion. So hello, whatever it is, despondency, despair, frustration. I see you and I can feel you, but I'm not going to give in to you. I'm not going to spiral down that negative plug hole. And I think when we sit with an emotion, we use these tools to help us stay there until that emotion has cleared. So some of the tools that I used were sitting and listening to music. So I did my yoga and I felt much, much better. However, that emotion was still there, just not so prevalent. And it's winter time now. And in the evenings we sit, we have an open fire because that's what we use to heat our house. And we don't tend to watch television in the evening. And we, so I put on some music and I wanted something that wasn't super cheerful. I didn't want to, I felt in that kind of melancholy mood. Not melancholy is not exactly the right word, but not a joyous happy. So I listened to a bit of Miles Davis, the feelings of blue, which is kind of, it's not going to spiral me down, but it's not going to spiral me up. It's going to keep me in that emotional level. And I helped my son with his knitting, or rather I did some knitting for him. My two oldest children have discovered knitting. They are making scarves and they're going quite slowly. So they like a little bit of help. So I did some rows of knitting. Now, knitting is one of those activities that really um, activates the right side of our brain. We tend to use the left side of our brain more and this really gets the right side of our brain going. And it's one of those things which, you know, can be quite a satisfying thing that you don't really have to think very much about. And it's almost like your brain is just relaxing and concentrating on the knitting and not concentrating on that negative spiral of thoughts, which I could still clutch onto if I wanted to. So knitting, another example of that is colouring, but there are different things that you can use. So different tools that you can use for yourself. And the other really important thing is that I made sure I went to bed on time. I did another little meditation before I went to bed. So just 10 minutes sitting and concentrating and thinking about joyous things, happy things and smiling. You know, if you put a smile on your face, you trick your body into feeling happy and it really works. So the next day I got up and I felt much better, but still a little bit fragile, as if I can still feel that there's the potential to spiral down again if I don't pay attention to what's going on. So I walked my children to work, to school, sorry, and again, putting on that smile and that happiness and just sitting with that emotion for a little bit longer and going, ah, you're still there, I still see you, until I go, okay, I'm going to do something else now. And then When the next time I look, I realize the emotion has gone. It's moved on and I'm in a better place to be able to do new things and to do other things and to do whatever the exciting things I want to do. 
So, in summary, negative ruts happen from time to time. Life isn't all about, yes, I want to create joy. Of course we want to create joy, but we don't get rid of misery and doom and gloom by pretending that it doesn't exist. It's about having the tools at our fingertips to be able to manage it when it does and to not spiral down that negative plug hole. So I say that step one is being aware of it. And the sooner you can catch it, the better. And then step two is having tools to manage that emotion and not really shove it away, but really just sit with that emotion for a period of time. And I would say the third step as well is to do all that work in the background. So you're doing it even when you're not feeling that emotion, so that when you have that emotion, you're in a stronger place to be able to go, okay, I can cope with this emotion because I do all these things like look after myself. I go swimming, I go to yoga, I do whatever it is that you do, but essentially I'm not tired and exhausted and not looking after myself. So I hope that was useful for you. I hope that you don't have too many negative ruts. And when you do, you learn how to get out of them. Now, if you are interested in this kind of work, and I find this work really interesting, I have my five-day mindset challenge, which we did a few weeks ago. And we did it live. It was 10 minutes of videos for five days. And it's really about getting your mindset ready to make changes. Now, I have put that on Evergreen, if that makes sense. So you can sign up and now it will just automatically send you a video every single day. And it's about this idea of saying, okay, I want to make changes, but changes seem so, so difficult to me. I need to get in the right mindset to be able to make the changes. So if you would like to sign up to that, you can sign up at drorlena.com. That's D-R-O-R-L-E-N-A.com forward slash new me with a dash in the middle. Okay, my friends, have a lovely week and I will see you next week. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of Fit and Fabulous with me, Dr. Alina. If you enjoyed it, I would be really grateful if you could share it with a friend. Every time you share a podcast episode with a friend, it helps me to reach and help more people. Remember, you're welcome to sign up for the new me challenge. Dig out those I can't do it thoughts and replace them with, wow, this is easy and fun. You can sign up at drorlena.com slash new me. That's D-R-O-R-L-E-N-A dot com slash new dash in the middle me. Have a lovely week and see you next week. Goodbye.